Kendi, Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet Making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world Fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too Clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd These songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat So settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. This week's rock star is Annie Lynn. Welcome to the show, Annie. Hey, Patrick. I'm really psyched to be here. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into kindy music. Okay, well, first of all, I think a lot of people may be confused about what kindy is. So I just wanted to define that. That is kids music and you are an indie musician. So they smushed it all together and made it kindy. And the way I got into kindy was like most of my fellow kindy musicians, we became parents and our children started encroaching upon our music, but it turned out to be a good thing. And they started working with us and we started writing songs for them and about them. And when you're a parent, as you know, Patrick, from your books, <laughs> children give you lots of writing material. So that was how I got into it. And yeah, that's how I got into it. Yeah, and I never same. left. Same. You know, you, you listen to the music from their movies. You listen to the music that they like to listen to on Spotify. You know, you can't escape things like Baby Shark and things like that. So um, there, there is a, an audience, obviously, out there that's uh, quite large with kids. So that, that's also how I got into it. Having and it's nice because own. it's all genres. It's all genres. Like whatever you did before, if you were a reggae artist, you just now become a kindy reggae artist and start writing kindy songs in reggae. Yeah, it's actually uh, quite fascinating just how many different genres kind of blend into kindy music. You know, that's why whatever you write will find an in, in audience, Patrick. There's, there's a section of audience that's going to love your stuff. So have you won any awards or worked with any schools, libraries, things like that? Awards. Um, I have 15 international songwriting awards, including grand prize in the John Lennon songwriting contest in 2017. And that's actually why I approached you because I won a recording studio or at least most of the components. And so we started practicing and got pretty good at it. And we scooped up our old engineer for mastering and you know just putting the final touches so that's my awards and then schools and libraries yes i used to be a 
assistant music teacher at my son's elementary school for five years. And so, yes, I worked with the children and that was how I realized that kids need educational songs. So I just started making up songs that we needed to fit our curriculum. And I put them on YouTube just for fun. And pretty soon teachers started finding me and said, we need your songs. Can we license them? So that's part of what I do now. And besides writing Kidlet, which you obviously know, Kidlet songs. Yeah. So for everyone out there, uh, Annie Lynn is the partner I had on my very first song. So that she is my introduction into kindy music. I wrote the song and gave it to her and she did all of the music and added yes, some and I loved getting parts those, to it. And I love getting those 12 verses, Patrick. That was killer. <laughs> I loved it. The fact that we were able to put it down to two or three was great, but I had good reading there. Song, songwriting lesson. Yeah. A 12 minute kid song. You might lose some interest. I don't know. Led Zeppelin got away with it. If you've got good lyrics and good, Good song. I think people are still going to be shaking their heads up and down. Actually, this is something I would like to say about kindy music. We have an obligation not just to be good musicians. We have an obligation to be role models. And you can do that in so many different ways. You can be funny. You can be serious. You can be scary. You can be ridiculous, a combination of all of them. But being a kindy is a really important job. Um, you're way more than just a musician. You are either a parent or a teacher or somebody who works with children educationally, socially, but kindies have responsibilities and we need songs that guide kids. By the way, I'm a Philly girl, so hey to all the Pennsylvanians, and hey to everyone who's not a Pennsylvanian and lives in your great state. All right. Well, let's get to this song. All right. The song on today's episode is Zombies Don't Eat Veggies by Annie Lynn. So, Annie, tell me about what inspired this song. What inspired Zombies Don't Eat Veggies? Hmm. The story behind the song, as I understood the story, which also comes from the book Zombies Don't Eat Veggies by Megan Lacerra and Jorge Lacerra, who they both wrote it and Jorge illustrated it. And I think the background was just that their young son at the time uh, didn't like veggies and they were trying to get him to eat vegetables. And he kept trying to tell him that he just didn't like them. And so that's sort of like how it came about for them. As far as the crazy antics in the book and all the laughs and all the uh, recipes and as far as everything goes, it's a great, great book. It's been winning awards. And recently um, I, I was wondering if it could stand alone as a song and not just as a book song. So I sent it to a songwriting contest and we ended up uh, being one of two finalists. And the other finalist turned out to be my husband with a different song <laughs> that I also was involved in. But he has a different name than me. So we had a great laugh about that. So um, let's see. What can I tell you about this book? I met Megan online and we 
were kind of keeping an eye on what each other was doing. And we liked what each other was doing. And I knew about their book, like, right after it got announced, I knew about it. And the thing that caught me was the name, Zombies Don't Eat Veggies. I thought, oh, my God, this is a song. I was about to say so, that that's that's one of the better titled books out there that'll that'll make you remember it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I thought, you know, you could have also named it, I guess, Children Don't Eat Veggies, but um, this is zombies. And so it's a zombie family and uh, it's about Mo Romero. And um, one of the really nice things that I also got to do with this song was because Jorge is from Colombia and because the book is uh multi-language there's a lot of spanish words in there and there are spanish recipes at the end um one of the things i liked was the fact that i was getting pushed out of my comfort zone and it was going to make me a better musician i knew it so the first thing i wanted to do was i wanted to listen to the music of columbia so i went and listened to as much colombian music as i could and i found a style and a guy that i like and i wrote to megan and I said, hey, do you guys know who Carlos Vivas is? And she said, oh, my gosh, we listen to him all the time. So I knew I was on the right track. I found a couple songs I liked. I listened to what instruments were in them. The, I found a beat that would be complimentary. And from there, I asked Megan to get started writing lyrics, just like I did with you. I had you write the lyrics and I wrapped the music around it because I don't want you guys to get hung up on like match, making the words match the rhythm. So I would rather have you write what feels good for you and I'll make it fit for you. So um, Megan wrote the words and everything was going very nicely. And one afternoon she called and said, Jorge would like to do a section of rap in it. Do you think that would be possible? And I'm like, rap? I don't do rap, but he does rap. And oh my gosh, there's a Colombian rapper whose name escapes me, but he was trying to pay tribute to him. So when you hear in the song, someone doing rap, that is none other than the fabulously talented illustrator. And now soon to be rapper, I guess, Jorge Lucera. So she, um, she put the rap part in and we kept going with the music. And then at the end, one of the things that is my little sort of trademark thing that I do, I always have kids talking in the story because I think it gives either a lot of background that you couldn't get in the song or it gives, you know, you can talk in the beginning of the song and it can set the song up. So I had her take her son and her husband and I asked them to use a, They had a microphone, thank goodness, that they could use. And they used an app on their phone. And I said, just go into a closet with lots of clothing. And they had just moved into a little apartment in Montreal. So um, I said, I want you to go in your little closet and record this script. And I sent them a script and Megan sent me something back with some changes. And they were even better than what I sent her. And what they mailed to me was so cute. This family banter at the very end. And 
I love how it ends, you know, with the words brains, you know, and I love Megan's like mm, brains. So uh, this was another, I have never had a bad time on a song. I can tell you that I've only had fun writing songs for authors and, um, and the illustrators are phenomenal. So uh, the book now is in its like third or fourth printing with Lee and Lowe. And it's won all sorts of awards and the song must be able to stand alone on its own. We're going to send it out to radio soon, but it must be able to stand alone on its song on its own, like your song, because uh, it's just so fantastical. It's like a journey. Like we went on a journey with Lisa and we go on a journey with the zombie family, the Romero family. So here is the most Colombian sounding song I could <laughs> think of to write. And it, oh, the other thing I just want to mention, I had to sing at like 95 beats per minute. And I normally sing somewhere around 50 or 60. So it was like, blah, 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 and I kept trying to do all the lines and get them in. But there were a few that I had to take as singles because I couldn't get back in quickly enough. And um, that was a lot of fun. And, you know, the engineers kept saying, oh, my gosh, she wrote so many words. How are you ever going to do this? You can't do this, can you? And I was like, just watch and did a zillion takes. And finally, what you have is me singing at 95 beats per minute. And uh, you will hear Megan and Jorge Lacerra and their son, Kai, at the very end. So without a without further ado. I hand it back to you, Mr. Patrick. Awesome. Yeah, this song is a riot. So let's get into it. Zombies Don't Eat Veggies by Annie Lynn. Zombies don't eat veggies. Zombies don't eat veggies. Zombies don't eat veggies. Zombies don't eat veggies. Let me tell you about a zombie named Bo. He loved carrots, turnips, tomatoes. But his parents always told him no. All those veggies have got to go. Ideos Neo said, no, you're a zombie just like us. Puff of course, we mean you'll give up that green stuff. No knew what he knew. He loved what he loved. Veggies are delicious. So a kiss from above. Zombies don't eat veggies. 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 Hey, asshole. Zombies don't eat veggies. Zombies don't eat veggies. Zombies don't eat veggies. Zombies don't eat veggies. Zombies don't eat
Zombies Don't Eat Veggies by Annie Lynn. All right, Annie. So thank you so much for being on the show. And for everyone out there, please check the podcast description uh, for relevant links to the book that inspired the song um, and information about the author and illustrator. And Annie, let everyone know where they can find you. You can find me in a little tent in the woods outside of philadelphia and pennsylvania and if you actually wanted to listen to more music or write to me you can get a hold of me through my website www.annielynn.net and thank you patrick so so much i'm sitting here cuddling my amazing lisa doll <laughs> so i just wanted to let you know that you kind of started it for me i just didn't expect that it would turn out so beautifully like this and I'd get a friend and a writing mentor and so I'm just overjoyed to have worked with you and been able to continue to write songs for kids likewise and I'm sure we're going to work on something together again in the future I am sure we will too dude all right thanks Annie peace all right bye-bye